the bare necessities, the simple bare Hello and welcome to episode 69 of That's a Shame. I am, as ever, Declan. I am, as ever, Isaac. And, I mean, you've typed it in the notes already. Mm-hmm. This show... It's this particular episode. A good, good episode. Good, good episode. Very Is that nice. what you said? You say good twice? Yeah, well, I meant to write once, but then I re- I sort of looked away and I'd forgotten that I'd written good. But I, I rethought about how's the show going to be and the same word came to mind and that word was good. Um, so, yeah. Not great. No, but, just but doubly good. Importantly, not poor. Better than good. Yeah, double Less good. than great. Yeah. Good, good. That's, that's where we stand. It's our <laughs> niche. We're trying to barrel through that tunnel. Um, we've got a few things to talk about today. Well, quite a is mix. that the royal we? Because I've got fuck all. Oh, well, yeah, no, we, as in I, yeah. as in me. Good. Um, I mean, you may have noticed that last episode mm-hmm. was titled Declan's Dreadful Day. Yeah, lovely alliteration. I had indeed had a dreadful day, mm-hmm. and I am Declan. Yep. So not only was it alliterative, it was informative. And that's the balance we look for. Now, the problem is that we've kind of used that now. Mm-hmm. We've blown that one. Yeah. And so soon after, I've only gone and had some more <laughs> shit news no. over the last two days. Oh, and you're not willing to change either of your initials to something else. So uh, we can't alliterate. We couldn't no. change it to like Arnold's awful afternoon. Because no. you're not Arnold. William's and worst week. It wasn't a week or an afternoon. It was, was it the whole day? So it was two days. It was a, I spent, oh. Well, I spent, well, I'm, I'm saying it was from like... It was a 24-hour period, you see, but from about banned. 2 o'clock yesterday to about 2 o'clock today mm. um, was, the, was the problem. What's your middle name? Is Edward. there any scope there? Edward. Uh, Edward's evil. Evenings something. plus, and then in brackets, like, you know, the feet goes. Like Evenings feet and early mornings. Dot. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Mm. That right, sounds okay. like well, a may, may, Maybe that. Maybe okay, well, we'll see. That. We'll see how it goes. I got a parking ticket for being parked in my own space. <laughs> so that was a strong start. I, I, like I got in the car and I drove all the way to um, Barnet for this tutor <laughs> job, which was cancelled. Good. But I was still getting paid. Is this so another instance of that happening? Is this like a regular yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm oh. having the opposite experience where I'm often like, I'm coming off the back of other work and I'm like, fuck these, I'm cancelled. <laughs> I've two days in a row just cancelled all my lessons. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> I know I've had a new Sondheim book delivered. Oh, I'm yeah, heading that's it. home. <laughs> um, and I drove there and I was driving back and I, I don't know how I had noticed it on the way there, but mm. on the way back I noticed something stuck very parking mm. ticket-like to the windscreen. And what did it turn out to be, this parking well, ticket-like It turned out to be a fucking parking God, ticket. It was very parking it ticket-like. And uh, charging me the marvellous sum of £100. <laughs> <laughs> for parking in a pre-allocated underground parking space. For which I have a permit that was in the car. <laughs> I may, I've been awaiting this. Like I, hmm. As soon as you interacted with a parking space where I knew there were people patrolling every so often, it, well, I've it known it was, yeah, it was, yeah. It wasn't even a question of if, it was just Wait. certain. Yeah. And so, it's actually taken longer than I thought it would. Well done, me. Yeah. So what what's going on with that? Do you just, well, uh, well, you just roll over and take it? I was going <laughs> to... Fuck that. I will fight it. Because you've got £100 to spare, haven't you? Dying day, I will fight it too. We've all got that kind Um, of parking ticket money lying around. Like, I mean, they can come and fight it from my cold, dead, tight-arsed hands. What if they said, look, we'll drop it, but you're going to have to move out of the flat and Colindale as a whole, and you're you're not allowed back to end up. I'll be staying here. Right, but they've got 
I think you're forgetting they've got like a lot more resources already to have someone, a member of staff come and patrol here. That, mm. That's a show of force that we can't replicate. Yeah, but they, so. they have to do it in a silly outfit when they look like a shit True, Gestapo. But yeah, but that's the thing. Like you make that link to the Gestapo. Like they, yes, they look silly, but God, they got the job done. No, no. But the thing is the Gestapo, they looked hot. Oh, well, they I got see. the job done. Right. Whereas these guys, these guys they're just clowns. Clowning they around. wish they were the Gestapo. Do you think that's the dream of I every do. parking attendant? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, no, I, I, I shan't be paying. But the thing is, is I looked up because I was, I was so angry. Uh-huh. I was just in no mood. I was like, I fucking <laughs> had it with this bullshit. Um, and I just wanted to ring up and yell at someone. Mm-hmm. But you see, cleverly, I think they realise this is people's response. So there's a nice little bit on the note saying... We don't take phone calls. Oh, that is good. Their reason is uh, it's hard for us to enter oral recordings into evidence. Yeah, in no, because recording, like, not. you can't actually take <laughs> down audio. Once doesn't. it's spoken out of our mouth hole. That's it, gone. Can't get into another ear hole post. probably why the post-hole. podcast's <laughs> faltering. Floundering. Um, so you have to write to them. <laughs> As in pen and A paper, yep. old school. They don't have an email address. No, nope. have wow. to write to them. So this is... Okay, they've gone for the like insurance claims thing of making it so complicated that, that you just gives pay. up. I shan't be. No. Especially now we've got this printer. We're sending letter after uh, letter yeah. after fucking letter. Mm. So that was annoying. Um, and annoying to know that I have to deal with it. It's going to be hanging over my head for potentially a further 49 days. Wow. So that's fun. Do you think you'll have to go to court at any point? I may well. Because that would be really fun. Can I represent you? I have a suit in the cupboard. At the bottom and I'm ready of the to list. Go. Are you joking? You are at the bottom of the list. I would dazzle them no. with a display of just sheer force of will no, that but, they've never seen before. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I also know that if you felt it might in some way benefit you, <laughs> if you thought it might get it over quicker, you would just if sell I got me a text out that was deal. like, oh, do you want to come for lunch? Like, oh, no, you know what? Yeah, he was. <laughs> I, he doesn't even live here, Your Honour. <laughs> I've never seen the cunt before Deck in who? my life. Um, so that was annoying. Yeah, and I thought true. that was about as annoying as the week could get. Was it not? But then today. Uh-huh. See, um, people will remember mm-hmm. mentioning uh, a student... I talk called Norbert. Oh yes. Now Norbert and I oh, had a. It's been a mad couple of months where I've either been busy he's on or he's been busy, and so we've met twice. I think mm-hmm. since Christmas, so we kind of called it quits. Yeah. On that, um, but there'd been a couple of times when either I'd had to cancel or the lesson hadn't been cancelled on the site or something like that. So a couple of the lessons needed refunding. Uh-huh. He was going to get in touch with Tutorful. Yep. So he did. Yep. Seems simple. So I got a call today uh-huh. from them saying, hey, uh, American girl. Really? Weirdly. Mm. Hey, I, it's I was from Tutor, Tutorful. You know, we're going to... We used uh, to be called Tutor, then we changed it because we're fucking <laughs> stupid. Tutorful. Uh, You're right, it is worse. <laughs> and she was running through uh, a couple of dates where... The lesson had been cancelled. Yep. Were these right to be refunded? I was like, yep, yep, yep. Um, and she was like, on something, she was like, you have the right to refuse Remain this. And I was like, no, no, like, he's, he's a good kid. Or so <laughs> he's or, a good kid. Or so I thought. Oh. <clears throat> so, 
If um, the theme of this is that you've been betrayed by someone who dares to go around life being oh, called Norbert. I have been shafted <laughs> by Norbert. I'm so in... shafted by Norbert. Yep. That's an episode title. <laughs> Just forget for the alliteration. <laughs> shafted. I can't even spell it. I'm going to spell it like Eddie Murphy's I mean, the Norbert. thing is, is that while, when I start explaining why, you're uh-huh. going to realise quite how he's fucked me. Okay. And it's the most tragic, bureaucratic, unnecessary fucking that okay. there's ever been. You've got me <clears> intrigued, <throat> I will admit. Anyway, so I, I'm going along and I'm, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, don't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, do that. And then she was like, so the way that this works is that it'll be, it'll be coming, the refunds will be coming out of your upcoming payments. So I was like, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Interesting. I don't mind, like, take it out as, as and when needs to be. And then that was all done. And mm-hmm. I was getting ready to hang up the phone. And she was like, also, mm. now we we don't want to cause a fuss. Yeah. And we want to, you know, ease uh, tensions for the peoples as much as possible. Um, but we do have to raise with you an issue that was brought up in the emails that uh, we have received from your student, Norbert, which is that he has informed us <clears throat> that whilst the lessons booked on the site were only one hour a week, that actually you were receiving, he was receiving two hours of tuition, the second half of which was paid by him in cash. Obviously, right. as you know, this is against Tutiful's uh, law. Law, the exactly. Law of Policy that you signed up for. <clears throat> and therefore, we're going to back charge you for using the platform <laughs> for all of these hours. And that totals £56.40. Wow. <laughs> so she's like, of course, we'll send you an invoice for this and you'll have to pay it within four days. Wow. Norbert. <laughs> Norbert has fucked me. Why would he do that? What does he get out of this? What's really interesting is that they think I'm going to pay it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the really fun bit. That's mad. What I can't understand Norbert's thinking here. Have you spoken to Norbert about it? Should I we get him on the show? I can't. I'll talk to I him. can't look. I'll get my guy. suit on and get a straight I've into never Norbert's. been more hopeful someone fucking fails every <laughs> test they take. <laughs> That's so strange. What? So, hang on. I'm Norbert now. Okay. What? I'm presuming that he's impetus. just. I'm presuming that he's just got in touch. Didn't realise that this would get me in trouble, mm. and told them what was going on. Why don't you just deny that it happened? Pardon? Why can't your approach be? Well, that because happened. They've already had a back and forth. Like it's just. Just be like. Well, that's why I'm teaching him. He doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> It says English, but really, I'm shooting him in anti-flawed his grasp. So I just went, yeah, yeah, sure. Wow. He's taken it. That's the problem. Shan't be paying it. But then they'll close your account down. I guess that doesn't really matter. No. In the long run. No. So you're parting ways with Tutiful. Basically, I'm going to use the next, as long as I can, Uh before they shut it down. To get as many clients on board as possible. Change your prices to like one pound. Yeah. <laughs> Just undercut everyone. Change your prices to one pound an hour and your radius to the whole fucking world. <laughs> and then and then just meet them all personally. Yeah. And get them paid off of Tutora. And then just for, like copy Tutora into your payments anyway. Just be like, oh, you could have got a cut for yeah. this. Ooh. Bitch. Wow. Yeah, you have been fucked over there. Mm. It's at least not as much as I expected it was going to be that you have to pay back, though. How much do you say it was? 56. So that, what's that for how many lessons? Oh, God only knows. I don't know. Mm. And that's, they're charging 
the amount that you would have given them in commission. Yeah. Okay. So that's 25% of whatever you're earning. Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess, uh, do you have anything you'd like to say? Cause we've talked before about some of our listeners, Noah, for example, got in touch looking for avenues for money making. Tutorful, if you're on trust pilot now, what's your rating going to be no, of the site? They, they don't do negative ratings. Oh, they don't. You wouldn't even go for the zero. Stars. No. It's not low enough for you. No. Right. You want to go even lower. I'm going to contact Google and oh. just have them removed. <laughs> wow. Removed from the Google. Yeah. <laughs> You've got that power these days. <laughs> I, the, mad. the sheer force of my uh-huh. email. <laughs> the, oh, wow. the, the absolute purity of the rhetoric <laughs> of the sheer vitriol <laughs> will be enough to dispel oh dear. any qualms they might have had about removing such a torturous and simply thieving site. Twenty five percent commission is pretty poor, isn't it? That is bad. Yeah. Bad. That's why I don't even really use them anymore. I've just skimmed all that client off into yep. my own private life. Exactly. Yeah. Well there you go. Idiot. I mean you feel like you've hit rock bottom as far as Norbert goes. Oh, so I, I guess it's onwards and upwards for you. I wouldn't like Norbert. to say so because I thought that last week with what with breaking down on the M one, I thought, well at least it can't get much Yeah. Ooh. At least this is a cheaper bit of, you know, problem that you've encountered. Actually, interestingly, it's exactly the same price. Oh, really? Mm. And I had a hundred. It was one hundred and fifty-six pounds yeah. to get rescued and towed from the M1, uh-huh. and I've got a hundred pound fine and a fifty-six. Pounds oh wow! Invoice. So it's just a weekly tax <laughs> for being you. <laughs> it's the shit luck tax. One hundred and fifty-six pounds a week, just going straight into the pockets of just fate. other people in general. <laughs> Those three fates from Hercules. They're, they're one eyeball that they all pass around. Yeah. That they bought with your dosh. They've got my strength. They're just stamping on it, <laughs> spitting on it. Just giving they're it to different cats. It. Yeah, they're just... I don't think they're ever going to cut it because they, they need that one five six pounds a week <laughs> lining their dirty witch pockets, I'd <sighs> say. Well, at least what I was getting at is that if this is, you know... If this is another step down, like surely three weeks in a row, it can't be another no, downward no, step. Surely that would be not. mental. Fast forward <laughs> to Sundays. Eh? So my family have all been arrested and <laughs> deported, even though they're from here. <laughs> yeah, that would be a shame. Um, look, we've had some emails. We're doing an early shame mail, aren't we? Yeah, I like to just pepper it in and keep people guessing because this is the new Wednesdays now. Yeah. People don't know what to expect. Yeah, fuck you guys. This I firmly include us in that number of people who don't know what to expect. Once we hit 17 minutes, Isaac's going to start speaking in tongues. Into flames. <laughs> Both. This is from Mark. This was uh, last week, I think. We didn't get around to it. Isaac and Declan, good that you're back on track. And I'm looking forward to a twice weekly dose of your ramblings. Or should that be... Spoiler, it should. Sage pontification. That's the one. That was going to be one of our names for the show. Was it? No, they know that it wasn't. Oh, because we, we released it in an episode. <laughs> Damn this transparency. My son and I love Black Panther. That's the film. Uh, I will stick by my previous statement that Marvel films are best seen on the big screen. This is now even easier as our local Odeon has opened an IMAX screen. So we do not have to drive nearly as far for this. What's your take on IMAX in general? I've never seen an IMAX. Have you not? No. Are you sure about that? Because a lot of screens are IMAX without you knowing that they are. I've never been to see something that labelled itself as an IMAX screening. I've never okay. to see one. Well, I think it will... I've heard they're good. I think it will tear you apart mentally. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, right, you won't that's it. be fixed for such a long time. You'll be limping for Why? Weeks. Well, just from all the size dangerous. of the camera. <laughs> what about the 4DX thing? Have we ever talked about that? 
this comes back to have you even seen the 4DX thing yeah you have uh, it's the Wembley Cineworld it's what it is right you remember we talked about 4D oh, before yeah. with regards to how the theme park scientists discovered it before Hawking could and, and then he killed himself didn't he by a thirsty tramp yeah so what they've done now is they've smashed that straight into the world of cinema and you sit there in a giant unwieldy chair that vaguely rocks in response to things oh, that happen on screen oh you mean screen. the one right next to the toilet yeah that's the one so you I mean you don't sit in that one that's just a demo one oh, in, right, the, yeah. in the theatre itself you're sat there just like next to your friends popcorn ready you may be like just having a check of your phone before the adverts start and then all of a sudden it will start rocking you about as if that's fun or, or <laughs> that's the bit I struggle to follow I, what I want is I want to watch such like nondescript films like, <laughs> films I watch, famously uh, static yeah I want to watch like Casablanca what about or, 127 hours but only after his arms got stuck <laughs> so it's 80% still or just like in the loop yeah well there'll be a lot of walking you could probably get some like phew, some forwards and backwards on the corridor Brief encounter wind. Yep, that would be very static. <laughs> just, when the train goes past, though, I imagine that that would be cause for the chair to... <laughs> and Usher just comes and blows in your face. That could be a good thing for us to think about, though. Let's dive deep into what would be the absolute worst 4DX experience. Oh, well, there's probably various levels. There are different ways you can interpret worse. Aren't there? there could be one, as you said, that is like the most still, like the least exciting and engaging. But what about something that would actively kind of take you out of the world of the film because of its amount of motion. Is there any, like, what about Oceans? No, not Oceans. Apollo 13, for example. Right. I don't want to experience that almost deadly re-entry no. in my own chair. I'm happy to just watch it on, on screen. Yeah, I suppose that's... Or maybe, like, one of the Final Destination films is probably... Mm. Those are probably pretty poor. Yeah. Because, and especially with, like, Final Destination 5, the postmodern one, where they got all meta, because they knew that by... We hadn't quite got the formula after three. <laughs> oh, we got there close on so four, four, but we, like, could go either way at five. They were like, right, they know what's up. <laughs> so they have a lot of fake-outs, don't they? The looting yeah. bus, we call it in oh. horror. But it's not actually the same thing, I don't think, in this case. No. But, like, that gym scene where they're about... She's in, like, a world of, of terror. Every health and safety hazard is on offer. There's a thumbtack. There's a light that's dripping. There's like there's some electrical wire. Yeah. There's razor blades just everywhere you look. And there's uh, a big tiger. And then what? Doesn't she just fall over just, and like break her back? Just a shit <laughs> so and breaks her neck. It's such a great. <laughs> it's scene, the most though. underwhelming moment. But what I'm thinking is, I worry that maybe because of the bathos of that moment, unless they were like vibrating you to such a crescendo in the build-up, that final back-breaking death wouldn't have quite the physical impact that I, I want from 4DX. Okay, all right. So what I'm looking for is um, a film that involves a lot of motion, but the motion is somehow the bad part. <laughs> like what like about, a film about motion sickness what about, for people who suffer from motion sickness. What about the theory of everything? <laughs> right, so we wheel around. We are we're, like, we're fine, S. and then like just as it goes on... The, sh- the chair just kind of like tightens around you. Oh, so you're adding a fifth dimension, I think. The restraint uh, dimension. Actually, it's, it's, the, it's the 4DXL. Oh, <laughs> the L stands for what? Large. Exactly? <laughs> <laughs> Leaving the chair, question mark? No. <laughs> that's the one. Okay, so that's an interesting vector. So you're saying that 
instead of it being motion that we don't want, it's that the chair's forcing us to put ourselves into a character. Yeah, to empathise. Like, he must be in pain quite a lot of the time. Oh, I don't know yeah. a lot about motor neurons. Or LALS? JL, JSL. <laughs> Isn't that the shopping channel? JBL. ASL. <laughs> Omegle. <laughs> I don't know a lot about Suffering ASL. Suffering from age sex location. <laughs> but I imagine that in this ALS. incarnation, we, we're forcing... That adds something to the film, right. surely. Yeah. Because then it could be like just hitting your spine a bit and stuff like that. Again, I don't know a lot about... No, but- the condition. No, you put yourself down. I think you, you've well, got it. Well, I've got it knocked in the spine every now and then. By a big comfy chair. <laughs> the male may not be restrained. You to be in to watch a movie. God, that ice bucket challenge, I tell you. <laughs> did they didn't know how wonders. good they had it. <laughs> so, what could we use then? What about, then? do you remember when the ice bucket challenge was happening? Yeah. That, um, did anyone try and make, tag you in it to make you do it? Yeah, I did it. You did it? Oh, some, a few people tagged me in it, but. I don't know why they thought for a moment that you would even look <laughs> at some ice. I'd go near ice or um, a bucket. No, um, that there were that Syrians. I think it was started doing the rubble bucket challenge, where they would like right. pour a bucket of rubble. To, it like, sounds like how attention. a mum would explain someone dying in a landslide to yeah. her children. It was like a rubble. He bucket was challenge. playing with the rubble bucket, <laughs> and now his head's all squashed. <laughs> so, but there's this amazing video of a guy doing it right he's like in full syrian garb he's got a huge beard uh-huh and gotta like say don't have a strong reference point for syrian garb. <laughs> so that's I, just I'm your just own ignorance yeah, well, you know, showing I, through i put that across to the listenership picks up this bucket and just pours this rubble on his head yeah. and off camera someone laughs and he kind of chuckles but then he just immediately puts the bucket down and looks up and he goes but it is actually very serious. <laughs> you're like, but you just poured a bucket of rubble on your head. I He's guess like, people really are in trouble. So what you're saying is that the action took away from the message. I'm saying that, yeah, I don't think they thought it through. And I don't think they thought danger. it through. Like, it was, it was a nice metaphor for most things in life where they hadn't actually thought it through until after they'd done it. Like, yes. it, I feel like while the rubble was falling, he was like, like maybe this isn't the best vector for this message. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I'm I'm afraid that we might venture into similar territory with this 40XL. And to preempt that, we need to really put ourselves into the minds of a, a critical audience that are sitting right. there in this chair, probably thinking throughout, like, I need to know why I just moved left. Why did it just dodge backwards? If that's not correlating to a physical action on screen, okay. it's at least got to be something psychological. Right. And that's why... I'd like to suggest to you that there is no greater choice for the 4DXL than Pixar's Finding Dory. Right. Give me your first impressions. Good. Yeah. We've I'm, got the aquatic element that we know the chair can do. I mean, I haven't checked, but I'm almost certain it can dampen at a moment's notice. And, you know, just that kind of general floatiness, I suppose. I that's feel that true. Chairs. Get this. The current that the Australian turtle lives in. How better to replicate that than in a chair? That will be sick. How better to replicate that than in a chair? Heard of sea? There's no better way. (laughs) That is it. No, I think that's uh, a pretty good choice. What I like about Dory, rather than Nemo, because you'll be thinking, of course, why why the sequel? And not only because it's a more, you know, it's an up-to-date version. Like, we don't want to bore people with 2009 CGI. Right. But in Finding Dory, you have such a roster of 
swimming characters with very different abilities. Mm-hmm. We've got a squid, a starfish, Octopus. yeah, a, a puffer fish, uh, Dory, of course. Beluga Nemo. Whale. Now, Nemo's got that gammy fin, so that's going to have a whole kind of you know, limit That's to a bit it. of an ableist term. I don't think you can call that's it. That's what they call it in the film. Yeah, I know, but I, I've never agreed with that. Well, <laughs> he puts I. himself down. I'm just you. saying it as Nemo would. Does he call it a gammy? Of course he does. <laughs> doesn't say. Hey, Dad. <laughs> What'd you give me this gammy fin for? <laughs> Look. That Look, doesn't happen. I'm sorry that you got this gammy. <laughs> Get back in your fucking anemone and shut the fuck up, okay? Daddy's trading. Daddy's trading fish coins. <laughs> of course you'd be the wonder lip. All those hundreds of little fish eggs and yours with the gammy fin. It's the one. Why have you repainted him as like a John Goodman down and out character where well, he just collapsed you in the already emphasised the accent I plucked for so I'm just continuing it on. <laughs> I do I'm like this casting though. Next this time live action Nemo. Which... Next time it's going to be Estelle from Frank. <laughs> oh. Nemo! <laughs> oh I saw an excellent video a very very good video that you would enjoy if you haven't seen already which is a 16 minute episode of friends edited to look like chandler dies in it oh yes it's so good (laughs) we'll put it in a link let me just type that chandler dies we haven't done that in ages what link anything that's because it's an extra bit of effort we can do without (laughs) but we'll do it today because i think you should see this guys yeah um TV again is another area where the 4DX could come in because we the could 4DX sell them in your own the house. house. Yeah. Do you remember when the lazy wow, boy the tried 4DX to come to the XLH? What's the H for? Because it's not what we think. It's not home. Oh it's, no, that's what people forget about it. So it's it stands for homely. Oh, so you're saying it's what a kind of plain chair for yeah. the everyman? Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's good. I think I think it's a bit of a shame. When word. you said plain chair, I thought you meant like an <laughs> strap <airplane> in. <laughs> We've been in very different Top ways. Gun. <laughs> That's him. So uh, what if, now I'm pitching here, what if the chair, rather than having to respond to pre-prepared motions, what if we apply some of this neural network, you know how it is, Harry Potter and the Giant Portrait of Ash, computer vision stuff. So the chair's got big eyes, probably in the armrests, like uh, probably, Herbie. Probably just cameras, really. Well, yeah, but we call them eyes oh, because, right, because it's them. homely. It's in your home, and you want to think of it as a person that you're sitting in on, <laughs> both <laughs> riding. <laughs> yeah, a kind of friendly but ultimately benign steed. Yeah, um, I'm thinking these eyes watch the TV while you're out getting a bank of motions ready for you. So they'll go through. They'll test like all grand designs is on. Do but I? Does it then? match them to what you are watching yeah because it's been doing all the research right, so maybe okay, it's I seen because you know like one one o'clock they put on a load of the Doctors. tv that will be back on later <laughs> so they'll be like oh here's the simpsons on channel four and then four hours later it's like here's the simpsons hope you didn't see it earlier <laughs> so he's already seen that right. or she or they the chair has already seen mm-hmm. it and they'll know like our oh, crusties on screen better vibrate and then like probably i'll put out those two big foam bits like it's his hair <laughs> Tickling your ears. Right. You're in. Um, well, my only concern is... Uh, no, no, not concern. Yeah. No, question. Feedback. Yeah. Fed Praise. Back. Yeah. Um, would be, you know, does the chair know, yeah. you know, when to but stop? But let me stop you. It knows. It because, knows. Because my fear would be that, um, 
I'd watch my show. Yeah. I'd watching Countdown, it'd you know be kind of like vibrating along to build the tension. Spells you into the air. You know, you have a great time watching it. Six feet, and you're like, oh wow, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, like your heart's like, yeah, you want to come. But then, of course, it's a show for um for like the elderly. Yeah, they're very very near death. And then so so it goes to the ad break. Yeah, and on comes Parkinson with one of his increasingly. Like unironic oh, adverts about death insurance. Have you tried taking a bath without a big lift to get you in? It's a nightmare. Well, guess what? You won't be anymore. You can lift yourself up with this hired help, um, Consuela, <laughs> um, or his ones for kind of like life insurance. Is that mm. you, you? You don't want to leave people after death with with lots of bills for you. Yeah, like that one. Have you seen the bus adverts for life yeah. insurance? That are like, uh, Mummy said, Daddy. It's it's I can't remember the exact copy, but what the problem is is that it's from the perspective of a now bereaved orphaned yeah. kid. Yeah. And that to me isn't necessarily the kind of vision I'd be trying to sell. No, not to people who are driving. Can I just say that if we're gonna sell the forty XLH, then we're not having any dead kids or kids of the dead in the involved adverts, in the advert. Anywhere really yeah. in the process of Or allowed on the chairs. No, that's a firm stance. Perverse. Yeah. Um, no, but what I'm saying is that if if the chair got good enough at its job. Yeah, which it, it will. Uh, of course. Because it um, learns like a Furby. Exactly. Up to three million words. So Parkinson's advert comes on. Yep. It sees that the theme is about your death mm-hmm. and kills you. Oh, no, look. That's... Or, or it, doesn't, it doesn't like mean to. It's not like... Yeah, no. It's not like, oh, I'm going to kill you. Look, look. But it just... It yeah, actually he, accidentally manages to vibrate at the exact frequency. Can I just ask you, you a, a quick expire. question? Can you copyright this idea? Yes, you can. No, 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 no. Oh, nothing, nothing of the sort. I just wanted to know if you were alive during, you know, the time of the the spinning Jenny, would you have been smashing it up with shoes just to impede no, not that kind all. of human not human progress? At all. If you'd been sitting there with Crick and Watson and that other one that we all forget to mention because it was a woman, yeah, and they were like, oh got this idea about a helix you've been like shut up lads let's just go around the pub bit of a dangerous shape yeah one of the more out there shapes double double helix don't think so not on my watch not be listening to broken britain (laughs) because what i'm what i'm getting at i guess is that you're kind of coming across like you know the podcast audience they're quite perceptive and you're you're just coming across a bit um stupid a bit a bit of a ludder i'm just trying to like preempt our you know, uh, I, I don't want to say innate. I just want to say seemingly always hubris. Oh, okay. Because well, we go, into, I we go into these. Oh, oh dear. What, darling? What was that? No. Yeah, no, you're right. No, no, you're, you're very misguided. Different character flaws. Very, very misguided. I'm sensing a lot of projection, and that's something we can cover in another I episode. Wouldn't but not deny it. I wouldn't deny mm. it, but also. Your own pride. It's is, not arrogant if it's true. Because we have it's all of these plans. It's not arrogant if it's true, though. You but, do you remember that slogan from right, back in the okay. day. Okay, and and your most successful projects thus far. Have all been. of them. Absolutely <laughs> everyone I touch has turned to gold. <laughs> I'm just. What I'm saying is, we what don't you're want this to be another that, film oh. track. <laughs> You know, that, that was, video that sits was... atop a, an award-winning Patreon. <laughs> if by award-winning you mean a, underfunded. For a, for a completely different product. 
Yeah, different, but tonally, you know, uh, oh, it's totally in the, identical the because the, it's the, the only the theme for film songs was we'll put whatever we we'll want put in our it. personality in a box. This is what we'll put is our personality <laughs> in your ears. We're just getting closer and closer now. Wow. Look to go back to your concern. I imagine you're the kind of person if you're telling me that you're playing a character that's kind of raising this concern as if yeah. as if we were at a press conference. Yeah. Then your what's your character called then? Uh, this probably something insufferable. Mr. Mr. Lucas what? What would be the surname? Riley. Mr. Riley. Thank. Good question, Mr. Riley. Thank you. Can I just shake your hand just quickly? Yeah, you can, of course. I want you to know that you're clammy. a trusted customer. I'm we... not buying your death chair. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're, you're getting one for free. <laughs> shipped to your house right oh, now as we speak. Put your address down there. Um, John will just take that down for you. <sighs> Mr. Riley, you will have heard in the news that you follow the news. News and events. Uh, as a journalist. The current yes. of... Oh, yes. Are you a journalist? Oh, uh, yeah. What, where do you write for, if I if I might ask? Uh, for The Guardian. Oh, the, uh, the Guardian in the yes. UK. The Guardian. Right, and you're what? Like a, the UK. an opinions, like a columnist or something? Just no, a blog. chief editor. <laughs> oh, that's... Tell me your name again, Lucas. Riley. Right, doesn't ring a bell. You must be... We must be reading different parts, I guess, of The Guardian. Probably I read the, you know, the interesting bits. What what field do you work in? Pardon? Which, which section oh, of the news I do you Oh, I kind of dot all over. My, right. my degree allows me to do anything I want, really. That's so, a good uh, degree. I kind of do tech, current yeah. affairs, politics, all that tech. kind of Tech, okay. So you yeah. you wouldn't be reviewing our 40 Oh, this is for the cover feature we're doing. Good. Well, that's why I wanted to get on top of this problem. Now, I think The Guardian... Um, they follow a lot of the news. I get a lot of the news yes. out of that Guardian. And I can only assume that the people putting it in know it in the first place. Because I guess if we were to draw a graph of the cycle, they see the news, they shove it into the Guardian, that gets delivered to me, and then I'm reading Sorry, essentially what they've uh, seen. Mr. You didn't Bernie yourself. Doyle. Oh, Bernie Doyle. B-E-R. N I'm sure I can D-O-Y-L-E. So, Mr. Bernard Doyle, um, you... <laughs> Sorry. You seem Sorry, to be... Lucas, let me just stop you there. Because if it is going in print, I do just need to confirm that you've got the, the pronunciation at least. And it is Bernard... Well, the pronunciation doesn't come across in writing, so that... I, a problem. I'm My just concerned that if that you can't you... say it, you can't spell it. That's... A very old-fashioned, that's what potentially we ableist attitude. Right, we okay, there. well, fair enough. I, I will reflect be putting on that. that in the article. I'd love you not to. Here um, is a fiver. <laughs> Put that in a your fiver. little pocket. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, um, I'm worried that your um, graph about the way in which journalism works, based on yeah, some no, of the most news. facile and basic intuition anyone's ever been but fundamentally to, correct um, right. is an attempt to avoid actually discussing because the, the news genuine comes in at this side <laughs> of the equation and then what baffles me is how do they get it from i see a bit of news happen and then the next day it's just in print on everyone's I, I tell you what, here's here's a deal if you answer the original question Go about on. the chair and about the about problems the, that it might have the self-learning ai the 4d oh the 4d xhl Chair, we pronounce it de Huxel. Oh, will you put that the across? De in, yeah, in no, no, that's, that's for the Huxel. Don't you worry, I've got yeah. a phonetic expert on that one. Good, 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 um, good. If you answer the question about it and its potential dangers in terms of learning and attempting to simulate Sorry. 
feelings or experiences mm-hmm. that might be unwanted or perhaps even dangerous, um, then well, the I can dangerous. show you the very process by which Brexit that, that becomes news to you the Trump. next day. The world's never been more dangerous. That's that's probably a fact, isn't it? You're a journo. That's a fact we can agree on. No. Never been more crime. I mean, I've seen evidence of a load of crime just this year. Did did you report any of it? <laughs> I'm a busy man. I've got a four Daxel to produce. Stats. And on that topic... So, just remind me of the question, because it, this chat, I mean, we've got such rapport now. I'm, I've am i actually been mirroring your body language <laughs> no, no, throughout no. the interview, just to increase the rapport. Um, because I'd like us to see I, two, I, and I'm spelling that with the letter I, and the number two, and then another letter and then I. just the word. Actually, the word I is in there as well. Okay. And there's a big oval around I, it. I, two, I, I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the question Get that was: the When are you going to admit that your chair will kill? <laughs> kill is a strong word. <laughs> now, you know what is kill? Who is kill? What is kill? What, what is it to kill? <laughs> can a chair kill, or can a chair provide an experience <laughs> just the once that you're, in some sense, never, and in some sense permanently forget because isn't that what we're all aiming for eventually anyway that final moment the send-off yes but and what where I'm, better what i'm the comfort asking, of your own living room but what i'm asking loved ones is, around you watching as you pivot away to richard and judy's book must club that moment come in the ad breaks to a no, depressing no, game no, show no, by no means must but by all means shout <laughs> Look, I'm I think we're on to pivoting a away from this chair. <laughs> it was a mistake. I'd like to officially nix this one. That was a little Cambridge Analytica reference. Guys. Well, I can't even tell you what the headlines will be. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we even talk about this? Is it from... Uh... It was from... Because you asked me what I thought of IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I said I'd never been. <laughs> so we so talked naturally. about a far more complicated technology. Anyway, the film was great, says Mark. A change from the Black normal Panther, Marvel that was. Film. <laughs> In case you forgot. <laughs> Countdown the 4D experience. Next up, Ready Player One, which I can see right there. That was the sound of Declan loving it. Ooh, I bet that sounds nice when we I listen back. Our I'm going to copy that sound and use it as a wind effect in something that we do in future. Just repeat it okay. forever. Okay, I have not seen the film as yet as it's not released, but I have just finished the book. Now, prescient here, Mark says, I sense, I sense, this is like a Yoda expression. I sense that you are about to tear it apart. <laughs> Mark, almost literally. Yeah. So, says Mark, it's not a literary masterpiece. That much that is a piece we of can agree with. I, and I think Mark knows Yeah, that. I think he's being wry. But the nostalgia factor far outweighs its lack of beautiful prose and intricate plot development. And let's face it, gaping plot holes. Uh, could any one person still at high school really have read, played and watched as many books, games and films as he claimed? Mark, that is the least of my problems with Ready Player One. <laughs> which start and in some ways end with the fact that he's called Wade Watts. Because no one called Wade should be allowed prominence in any capacity. Well, that I, I can not actually even got that far. You haven't even got to, to his name? That, that was his name. Nope. Surely that's the first line of it. Ooh. Hey, my buddies call me Waddy, but no. you can call me Wade. I have... Only read the first nine pages. That is the prologue. Uh-huh. Um, 
So you ordered this book because we talked, I don't know how much we talked about it on air because frankly, I get confused about what we talk about on air and, and off just because it's, it's basically identical. the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you ordered a copy based on my recommendation. Not recommendation. You told me I had to read it for the show. Oh yeah. So it was a s- strong order. The kind that the authority figure behind the show would be allowed to provide that kind of dictate. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so you've got a copy sitting here now and we've decided that we're going to do something with it because I, having read it years ago, know that it is rich with stuff that we can complain about at length. And there is going to be, with the film coming out, it's zeitgeisty enough that we can maybe pick up another listener or two. Is that too much to ask? We'll pick them up, but they'll probably... Listen, because they're fans. No, the backlash is going to be big. It's going to be big. Thank God. I can tell. There's already been that amazing titled article that was like, Ready Player One is a dreadful book and will be an even worse film. (laughs) What a great (laughs) title for an article. What about that one that was, Will Ready Player One be the Black Panther for gamers? (laughs) That that is honestly the stupidest thing I've ever heard anyone say. If if that thought flashed across my mind while I was like waiting at a bus stop, I would lie down in the road and wait for God to seek vengeance because it's truly poor. On, on that note, though, like because it is something that people tend to do. I mean, we've I lie mentioned before in- about um, the your movie sucks guy oh, and yeah. his observation about how films or critics feel the need to compare horror films to either Jaws yeah. or Psycho. Um, but it does seem that you can't critique anything without re- referencing something else. Yeah. Um, which is probably explains the success of Ready Player One. Because it is a book. It is like a spider web of, of just, of just bullshit. things that already exist. Yeah. The book is but, basically a 4D... So, <laughs> 3D... <laughs> God, I'm thinking ahead. Let's get back on this chair. So you're seeing there, you are Pac-Man or your friend. There's a ghost on your lap. <coughs> the chair pivots in a big way. <clears throat> that Excuse me. Coughing away. I'm done. Um, but my point gonna... being that we mentioned. I wanted to read the blog. No, it isn't on the back anyway. Oh. Um, <clears throat> we mentioned already some of these. Yeah. I mean, we in the trailer for um, what's it called? I Tonya. Yeah. There's the review that says it's the good fellas of figure skating, which is the, a profoundly stupid thing to say. Well, this one says enchanting of, of Ready Player One. Uh-huh. Willy Wonka meets the Matrix. <laughs> that sounds like a much better book. <laughs> yeah. Willy Wonka. What does it mean? He meets the whole Matrix. How would we make that? Him just shaking hands Come with a big with line me, of and you'll <laughs> be just singing world to a zero. Of lots of green letters. <laughs> Imagine the world at stake. Okay, I'm an imagining an epic it. struggle between good and evil. Is this sounding? Well, original, I, yeah. I don't think the it's... greatest quest in history. I feel like there's very much the fate of humanity resting in your hands. Right? Are you ready? Brackets player one. I haven't even bothered with that. Lazy. So, let uh, me talk about just a few things. Okay, but this is just a teaser of something that's yet to come. We're deciding whether to make this. Uh, thing we catch up on in episodes from time yeah. to time. We've got my friend Matthew reading it. I've been trying to get him to read it for years to get his hot take on it because I know they will particularly infuriate him. Um, but we'll 
debating whether to do it in this show to do maybe like a standalone mini series of episodes like one per chapter yeah maybe some video content on it dare i say of course it will be coordinated with your forder huxley's that Uh, (laughs) but yeah give us i guess an intro for the kind of thing people can expect no pressure but this is now a trailer for that project so the first line is everyone my age remembers where they were and what they were doing when they first heard about the contest. Now, my first thought there Mm -hmm. was it's a very, very weak way to attempt to establish the importance of your story. To just tell everyone that. A, to just tell everyone that it is, and B, to do so using the exact phrase of something like JFK assassination. Yeah. Everyone remembers where they were and what they were doing. Yeah. That was my first thought. Can I ask if the contest is capitalised? It's not, no. Not pleasing um, to me. On the note, though, that I just said, I was really, like, really annoyed. I was like, that's that, like that's just cheating. You've yeah. just taken the euphemism. Not two pages later, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have the sentence, the entire video was just over five minutes in length, and in the days and weeks that followed, it would become the most scrutinised piece of film in history, surpassing... Even the Zapruder film in the amount of painstaking frame by frame analysis devoted to it. Wow. Fuck so you, twice JFK. in two pages, he has wow. attempted to usurp JFK's assassination you, with his so own. So, what you're saying is that this book is an attack on JFK more than anything else. I hope so. More than a romp through a childish and underdeveloped look at virtual reality. This is <coughs> an attack on America's sweetheart. James Halliday. Yep. I just hate that name. I yes, so I much. do as well. But I was—I wonder if that's just bias because I know yeah, that it's I, used I, so shitly. In because I, I recorded a few thoughts while reading yeah. the prologue, um, and like I did say, that's probably unfair. But I do just hate I, it. No, but I think there is something about it that is poor. Like there's some rhythmic thing. It's I think that James doesn't go with Halliday no, for me in a way that implies any authority. I'm certain that isn't Halliday or something. Almost indistinguishable, isn't that the name of the guy? You think of Holiday in iRobot? Oh, maybe that James Cromwell plays. Are you thinking of the robot? No, the guy like made the, the robot. robot. Oh yeah, I don't remember um, stuff like that. He was the video game designer responsible for creating the all caps Oasis. Oasis. Yeah. Does it tell you what it stands for yet? No. Um, try like, to, try that, to hazard a guess. No, I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> don't. You can't interrupt me too much because. <laughs> My thoughts on this are so fragile because they're, it, it, it's been a real struggle for me to mm-hmm. put them into anything that approaches language. <laughs> Rather than just fits. screams. Oh, no. um, Oasis is perhaps the most pathetically unimaginative name for a large online Escape. video game. Escape, exactly. Yeah. Haven. Uh-huh. Um, but then <clears throat> a massively multiplayer online game that had gradually evolved into the globally networked virtual reality most of humanity now used on a daily basis. That's the internet. Mm, not so virtual. Well, I guess virtual in well, a sense, but we don't Oculus Rift our way around Google. Yet. No, but it is virtual. Yep. It's got most of reality on it. Quite and a lot. it's globally of it. networked. Yep. And humanity uses it on a daily basis. Halliday has got internet 2.0. 3.0 yeah. maybe. Not 4. Um... Now, I, I mean, the the next bit is just bullshit. Like, it's the laziest attempt at world creation ever because it's just ours, but 
worse. Right. But also better. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter which, seemingly. They've got this great big game. There's still wars, though. Half a dozen wars. Oh, apparently. That's... Widespread famine, poverty, mm-hmm. disease, ongoing energy crisis. Well, if they turned off the fucking game, they might not <laughs> have one, wouldn't they? Um, now, a, a, a few more problems. Mm-hmm. These references. Now, I mentioned in our chat with Matthew about yep. these references that they are for no one. Mm hmm. Right. Here's, here are the scenarios. You see something written down. Let's take perhaps my least favorite example. The 1989 film Heathers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. 1989. How many people do you reckon saw it in 1989? Everyone. Right. That's, that's right. There is no one. <laughs> I think it was every person. Um, so for most people, it's A, probably not an 80s experience, probably a post-80s experience. Most, almost, almost the 90s anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, you see that written down. Now, either you know the film Heathers yep. because you were alive in the 80s or because you've seen it in the 30 years since. Yeah. Um, I'm in the second category. Right, there you go. How about you? Same. You didn't see it in... I didn't see it in 89. No, no, no. it was five years before my time. Uh, Fair. In a very literal sense. Yeah. Um, either you've seen it, in which case you've gained nothing, mm-hmm. unless the simple act of saying, hey, I've seen that film. Yeah. Unless that is what you're getting from this book. Spoiler, it is. Well, look up a list of films. <laughs> but Literally can, go on I give you one more bit of, of, of an adrenaline rush that I got from hearing that? And I haven't even reread okay. it. Uh, finding out the date, the exact 19, year. Because yeah, there's nothing that grabs me as a reader more than boring chronological details. Oh, exactly. Well, you'll be pleased to know that that was part of, that was number two of four footnotes on that page, explaining some particularly detailed references. Footnotes? Footnotes, that's right, because that's what makes art fun. So, hang on, is it self-consciously a book then? Is this like his diary? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so, either you see that and you go, hey, I saw the film others. <laughs> Cool. In which case, you must have a fucking riot just scrolling through IMDb. <laughs> Wikipedia Whoa, must be seen a that one for a minute. Or if you're a normal person and you look at that and go, hmm, yeah, cool. I saw that film. Yeah. You've gained nothing. If you don't know the film, Heathers, yeah. it means nothing. It is an over-reliance on comparisons that it's assumed that we all have, A, have or B, care about or C, preferably both. Yeah, and, and so fact, the only person getting anything from it is Ernest Klein, who, who is, is sat the author wanking into his palace into of smuggery. Mm. I hate him so much. Do you think he's had sex with an arcade machine? Definitely. And do you think that's well, how this book was born? Now, there's a bit later on where he refers to arcade machines as coin-operated. Right. Like the coins were actually doing all the heavy lifting. Not that you just have to pay to play the game. Um... That comes in the same sentence as the single most unimaginative piece of writing I've ever had the misfortune to read. Mm-hmm. The list had 10 numbered spots and each dip- displayed the initials JDH, James Donovan Halliday. Cool name. Followed by that Donovan's s- really saved the James Halliday. <laughs> followed by a score of six zeros. This high score list quickly became known as the scoreboard. <laughs> that is funny. 
The scoreboard. Wow. How, how did it become known as the scoreboard? <laughs> this board of scores. I tell you what. God, there's a tale in there. I Because I thought I'd forgotten coming into this, the thing you told me about egg hunters. Yeah. Because they're searching for Easter eggs. Yeah. So they were known as egg hunters. And that quickly became a Truncated to the nickname Gunters. I think you have to pronounce it with a lot of... <laughs> Gunters. Gunters. Have a lot of phlegm going on. Now... That is the worst word ever my, created in fiction. My observation is that society isn't actually that stupid, mm. right? In that if you look at any group at any period of history, they've managed, we have managed as a species to come up with better, cooler, more interesting names for groups of people. Uh-huh. Then- like, ju- like just even racists, Take any racial slur you want. More imagination and thought. Also, Gunters, to me, sounds offensive. Yeah. It sounds like it means something More thought has gone into any racial slur you pick than Mm. went into Gunters. So even the racists... What do you think he tried before he landed on Gunters? Nothing. Literally nothing. It was the first thing he thought. He went in knowing that that was what they were I think in his first draft, he just called them Egg Hunters and then was like, hang on, guys can save a bit of words here. Find all, replace yeah. all, Gunter. Save four pages, win for the trees. <laughs> um, it's just lazy, right? L- l- like, it's just, it's so cliche. I think that sentence about became known as the scoreboard is emblematic of everything that you will go on to yeah. find fault with. Well, because like- it is like a series of meandering and obvious plot points tied together by writing that pretends otherwise. That's like, and then I... Happened to know exactly the video game that would solve well, yeah, puzzle exactly. one. Like it doesn't matter, does it? No, because there's no stakes. Because he is the best at everything. Yeah, like there's not. It's not even there's close. A, like, like it's just a perfect hero. Like I mean, even here, <clears throat> the and then. I, I mean, I hate. Not only is the story cliche, not even the style, not only is yeah. the idea cliche, but every single stylistic choice yeah. is the most hackneyed one possible. Another year passed. New line, and another. <sighs> New line. Still nothing. Mm. Uh, Then, on the evening of February 11th, 2045, an avatar's name appeared at the top of the scoreboard (gasps) for the whole world to see. After five long years, the copper key had finally been found by an 18-year-old kid living in a trailer park on the outskirts of Oklahoma City. You know that is. New line. That kid. Who? What? Albert (laughs) Einstein. (laughs) That kid. Was me. Do you know his avatar's name yet? Is can I tell you? It begins with a P. Oh, he's God. called so he's called Wade Watts in the real world, right? What do you think? If your name, actual name, if you've been cursed with the name Wade Watts, like some sort of off-brand superhero, yeah. which is something he definitely talks about. Um, what do you think would be the hallmarks of a name you'd go for to kind of subsume that shit identity in a much better one? Um, I'd try and be going for something like more powerful sounding, uh-huh. maybe strong. Do you think the strength, is it going to be from uh, a brevity? Like like we, we bring it up a few times, like Thor. That tells you where you are with Thor. Or is it going to be like Boblet the Wise? Oh, the second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess he's leaning in that direction because it sounds a bit like a cross between uh, Knights of the Round Table era, with maybe a robot snuck in and, and met them. That's it. It's Prancer. <laughs> it's Parzival. Parzival. Just process that for me. 
Parzival. I think that's right. Have a quick flick through. I'm not looking. <laughs> I have in my flicking seen that there's a character named far too many times whose name is Art Three Miss. Oh, yeah. Art Three Miss is the love interest. Yeah. Of course she is. Yeah. Um, but actually, what you're going to go on to find is that there's a really, um, I won't say feminist because actually it's uh, not. The opposite. <laughs> yeah. Message about her, which is just as a, spoilers if, if you are going to see the film. She's got this avatar that's like uh, quite compelling. She's not too attractive. Now, that's a key thing. Because oh, if good. she were too hot, then, you know, she'd probably be a bitch. That's how women work, isn't it? That's that's it. I've in, noticed in, that. I've actually seen that in my own research. Yeah, like in, and literally <coughs> she's been keen to explore that idea that you're either <coughs> the, the Madonna <coughs> whore complex. Yes, exactly. And um, so she's taken, a, and I think this is good to, to men, she's taken like a middle ground. She's hot, but approachably hot. Now in, next door, kind of. Yeah, sort of that vibe. In real life, when they eventually meet, another spoiler there, she looks just like her avatar, but she's got a big birthmark on her face and he still loves her no. because he's a hero. Wow. Positive. And he still loves her. That's mad, isn't it? He's, it's incredible. Like it's, it's that like kind Christ. of selflessness. Yeah. It has like been giving yourself up. the New Testament. I mean, I, I actually stopped and closed the book mm-hmm. at page nine, partly because I'd recorded 45 minutes of a rant. Um, and secondly, because uh, I just couldn't take any more. Fair. Um, but the first section of the book is titled Level One. And underneath is a quote from Anorax Almanac. Oh, yeah. It's a shame now, that that becomes the name of the the book. Now, Anorak yeah. is Halliday's avatar. Yeah. Um, his almanac is... He's really done a good job of telegraphing that he's probably a paedophile. Yes. That's good. Mm. Anyone called Anorak who owns anything approaching was, an almanac... Who chose to be called Anorak. <laughs> who was called something else, but decided what? to oh. call themselves Anorak. Imagine if someone sidled up to you and offered you an Anorak's almanac. Being human totally sucks most of the time. Video games are the only thing that make life bearable. Mm. Like, good I quote. have so many choice quote. First of all, it's just such garbage garbage writing right second of all <clears throat> it's such desperate fawning for the video pandering. game audience yeah well that's the, the book is pandering. yeah well yeah i mean it's pandering like to the extreme like just to a new level i, I guess almost got admiration for that's what i was about to say because he he has managed to make it. an awful lot of money mm. from doing nothing but list a few games. But then you have to ask, like, if it's intentional or if he is so much his own audience that that just... Oh, no, he is. Anyway. Like, I've, I've not seen any interviews with him. Because but. there's a thing about how Halliday, he created this <coughs> game with all of these obscure pop culture oh, references. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's seen all the stuff. The words ob- obscure yeah. is used. Mm-hmm. Well, which, you wouldn't have heard of it, probably. You wouldn't have heard of any of the things yeah. that are in this. It's like though. Ferris Bueller, offbeat, oh, yeah, offbeat stuff, exactly. Pac-Man, you know. Yeah, no, you wouldn't, no, nobody really picked up on Pac-Man. No, I mean, it's been it's a sleeper been left hit. behind. Yeah. Uh, and that he did all these because he was, a, he grew up as a teenager in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And look, I know it's often the uh, reader's downfall to see the author in the characters, but... Yeah. I, I did just a quick Google of the old Ernest Klein, and yeah. you wouldn't believe. What? He was only a teenager in the 80s. 
He was himself. Born 72. That's why it so rings he, so true. Yeah. Yeah. That's the authenticity that I latched onto when I uh, suckled at the teat of that Ernest Klein creation. Some of those um, obscure 80s references include his The Muppet Show t-shirt. The what? The Muppet Show. Oh, no, I don't know. Oh, no, one. you haven't you haven't heard of that what, one. What are they about? Is that a Pac-Man? Winona Ryder. That's like Tomb Raider. Ever heard? Oh, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or is it a driving a- game? Apple computers? Yes, like uh, the I- the iPhone. Yeah, Basically, but older. What? Oh, like the big ones. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, um, Dungeons and Dragons. Mm, no. No. These are just I wasn't things- a teen in the 80s, though. I was, in, I was a teen in the, the noughties. So I guess it's over my head. It turns out that those things were only elucidated after what the footnotes call careful analysis of the scene. Ah. So they really scrutinised it. In order to find what? That there was a list of I'll tell you why I don't like this fucking James Halliday. Because he's a cunt. Because his fucking video is the most nauseatingly cringe-worthy I can't wait to see Mark Rylance do it, though, in the film. It's going to be so exciting. It's Mark Rylance. It's Mark Rylance. Doing I James, can't watch this he's film. James Halliday. We're going to see it. Hundred percent. I'm getting you a meerkat ticket. You're in. <laughs> just like ticket for meerkat. You um, have to just bounce a lot. That's what they his, do. Isn't it? I, James Donovan Halliday, being of sound mind and disposing memory, do hereby pu- make, publish, and declare this instrument to be my last will and testament. Hereby revoking any and all wills and condo- <laughs> the fuck codicils by me at any time heretofore made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good because if you can chuck he in a paragraph... He continues reading readings. faster and faster, ploughing through several more paragraphs <laughs> Such a good legalese reader. I fucking love until it. Until he's speaking so rapidly that the words are unintelligible. Then he stops abruptly. Forget it, he says. Ooh. Even at that speed, it would take me a month to read the whole thing. <laughs> Sad to say I don't have that Shit. kind of time. He drops the scroll and it vanishes in a shower of gold dust. Fuck. Let me just give you the highlights. He's hot. He's the man that men want to be him, women want to be with him. That's James Halliday. Here's the dough I'm putting up for grabs. What the hell? Can't take it with you, right? <laughs> You're characterising him like a sort of 40s carry-on army He soldier. is! Now, I'm sure you're wondering... What? He uses this phrase... I'm sure you're wondering, what do you have to do to get your hands on all this moolah? Uh, well, right. hold your horses, kids. I'm getting to that. Does he only speak in idioms and, and yeah. painful euphemism? Because that could yeah. could get grating. There's a bit like, oh, I just, I hate that everything in this is so clearly designed to be Ernest Klein trying to show off all the things he's seen. Yeah. And all the words he knows, even if they're not impressive. If Ernest Klein There's- was over at our house and we were like, oh, Ernest, we're going to watch um, uh, <laughs> Killing of a Sacred Deer. You, uh, yeah, yeah, guys, I've seen it. I've seen it four times. He breaks the fourth wall, comma, Addressing the viewer, comma. Is that what that means? begins to read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you not know? Because he'd hopefully put that in. in he added little, that for the layman. For yeah. That's thoughtful. I, I mean. Because I haven't seen as much stuff. He is you. like the adult version. Mm. You remember You remember when we did our bullying episode? Yeah. Not our bullying. Our, no. Was it our, social, our social conditioning episode? <laughs> That's what um, it's been titled in the yeah. case. Um and we talked about how, you know, as kids or as younger adults, you can fall into certain habits. Yeah. And society's supposed to just slap you out of them and be like, yeah. hey, oh, don't be doing that. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, as a kid, 
I was a kid who knew every Monty Python line, mm-hmm. quoting it nonstop, day and night, right? Yeah. Thought it made me really cool. Oh, I'm sorry. Thought to it made me that. great. But I've since learned that it doesn't. Yeah. Right? Quite the opposite. I I enjoy it still, but I don't need to go around quoting it. That's good. I don't need to speak it along to all the films. I don't need to make it known. Uh-huh. But that never book happened. that, that you're never writing, happened. it's going to be full of it. <laughs> that never happened to Ernest Klein. Uh-huh. Ernest Klein was a kid who, he didn't really have any friends. Almost. Right? So he didn't have any friends. And I don't think his parents liked him very much. <laughs> right? That's why they just got those ghosts from Pac-Man to look after they him. Were, they were at work or they were fighting or they They're were fucking or whatever. Mansion. And so he didn't really have anyone to talk to. So what he did instead was he went through their entire DVD collection mm-hmm. and he learned all of it off by heart. And uh, But then he realised he wasn't interested in that. What he wanted to do instead was he would trawl through the IMDB pages of every single film going, this is not looking 80s. at the cast. Stop not looking it. at the cast. Well, he's not going to look at the cast. It's not interested in the cast. It's not about the actors. It's not interested in the dates. What he's looking at is the trivia pages. Mm, that's how he you wants get to know the little cool fact. What did Stanley Kubrick say to Jack Nicholson on the set of The Shining that made him do that particular eye twitch in mm. scene 33? And he learned cool. every single one of them and he vomited them out into this unholy mess of a book. <laughs> Mark and the fact says, he's made millions from it is sick. Putting all that aside, I lived through the 80s, so all the music, game and console references left me feeling all nostalgic and warm. And... Fuzzy. Regards, Mark. What well, do you say to that? I'm I'm glad for Mark. I've got to say, I didn't. I enjoyed reading the book because I I've enjoyed. I enjoyed it on two levels. First of all, uh, the story is at its core so pleasingly obvious that there's a certain enjoyment in it. Just sort of, it's like someone showed you the first step of a comic book, like the first page or panel, yeah. whatever they're called. And you've just filled in all of them. And then you turn the page like, oh, it is that one. Oh, no, it's that one as well. Oh, this one's a bit different. Turns out this character's... I'm not going to spoil that bit because that's going to knock you for six. But uh, just keep in mind that people aren't always what they seem in the Oasis. Oh, what? Like Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I found that entertaining. But I also found entertaining the fact that I knew... When I read it, it was when they first announced that the film was coming out. And even then, I was aware that years later, down the line... You'd I would, me read it. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would be inflicting it on and, and being able to discuss and tear into... Because it is quite... It, I understand its appeal to people who just enjoy the nostalgia of it. Like, it is nice to just sit there and go, oh, yeah, all these things happened while I was of a very impressionable age. But if you aren't of that age, which I'm not, then it gives you a real clarity on, but also <laughs> this is bullshit. But I just don't understand the feeling of like, just, just a, pure of seeing, of reading its name. Like if you were watching television and an episode of an old show came on, you're like, oh, I used to watch this or the song well, came on. I can get that. But, we do spend a lot of time talking about 90s children's TV. Yeah, but, so I worry if it's just not a question of scale. Like no, no, maybe no. If but, we're 10 years but what I'm line. saying is that I, I, if I read in a mm. book, it was like, oh, and she had the same eyes as Moan of the Vampire. I wouldn't think, <laughs> I wouldn't think, oh, cartoon Moan of the Vampire. Vampire. I used to watch that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, what I like is I quite like if, if I see it or if, like last night where we were just going through yeah. and watching the intros to all of them. That's fun. Yeah. Where, where it's the actual thing. What I don't understand is, is, yeah, this kind of weird vessel. Why, why reading Ernest Klein having written 
Oh yeah, it looked a bit like Pac-Man. <laughs> Makes you go, oh god, the eighties. Pac-Man great. is our only reference that we know. Yeah. from eighties video gaming. <clears throat> Space Invaders. Space Invaders. I'll edit us in. Just give me a clean take of you saying Space Invaders. Space Invaders. Good. Now give me one with upward intonation. Space Invaders. Space Invaders, like that. Space Invaders. Good. That would be good. I'm just going to go and cut those. Space back in. Invaders. <laughs> um, um, I understand the appeal, is what I'm saying. I don't. I think you will become awakened to it as you go through the I book, and you and I Wade, won't. you'll grow to love Wade in a very, very holistic sense. I despise Wade <laughs> more than any narrator I've ever encountered. You're going to love the sequel. I Ready Player Two. <laughs> I would rather spend a week with Humbert Humbert. Wow. Well, you're not really his demo, so I think you'd be yeah, fine. No. <laughs> but I'd, I'd rather be seen hanging out with him oh. than I would Wade. People wouldn't know what Wade looked like anyway, for the most part, because he's just a gangly little... Because he's just pork chop, whatever the fuck his name was. We've had another email from A-Roo, as in kangaroo. As in Kanga, a Title, Theatre Etiquette. Dear Isaac and Declan, correct order. Lots of movie discussion on the podcast lately, to my delight. After a particularly rough viewing of The Strangers last week. Have you seen The Strangers? Uh-huh. Yeah. Am I thinking of the right one? Think Liv so. Tyler. Yep. House Invasion. That's one. Bang Why'd you do it? Because you were home. Yep. That's very, one. very chilling line. Mm. Um, rough viewing of The Strangers last week with a number of rowdy movie goers in the front row. Brackets clapping yelling at the characters on screen, using cell phones. I was wondering where you two fall on the issue. Is some chatter okay in a theatre, or do you prefer a silent atmosphere? Does the type of movie change your opinion? I like to maintain focus on the movie in a silent atmosphere, and thus pick daytime showings, top tip, where there are likely to be less people. However, with comedies, I don't mind a lively, albeit respectful audience. Kangaroo. That was the sign-off. That wasn't just lo- losing track of language briefly. Well, of course. I mean, The Stranger seems like a very odd one to be, like, rowdy. It's, it's horrid to watch. I saw it when I was quite young to be watching, I think. Yeah, same. It really upset me at the yeah. time. And I don't think I'd necessarily be cheering along. Who are they? They can only be cheering for the home invaders. I'm sure. <laughs> seems like a really They're the ones that win. So. <laughs> they always by win the end, it. they were gravely disappointed. <laughs> yeah, so I guess Ooh. the... What? Gravely disappointed. Nice. nice. Get that one down for your I'll write it, for yeah. your 90s book. Yeah. Oh, remember Bernard's watch? <laughs> Nuts. I'd watched every episode of Bernard. I remembered the bit where he went shopping, stopped <laughs> time, job and, and started, started it to pay. To pay. <laughs> Fucking Bernard thought me. Um, yeah, so to answer the questions in order, what are your, what's your take on movie theatre atmosphere in general? Um, I think it does depend on the film and I think it depends on like how busy the theatre is, when it is. Well, like, in a literal it, sense it does. Yeah, like I, I, on, I, I, no, but as in, in terms of what I would uh, abide. So you're saying if there were like what? four people and one of them was going mental. I, I'd be displeased. Would, <laughs> if there were a hundred and they were all going mad. Again, I'd still be displeased. Oh. What I mean, what I mean is like, if, if I'm in a theatre and it's nearly empty and I can hear someone over there like, whispering Brilliant. I don't really mind that so much mm-hmm. um, because I, I every now and then like to be able to turn and whisper to like someone I'm with if, if there's something in particular that Hello. normally it's if what would you be something's whispering? normally it's if something's amused me okay. on the screen but like what I don't like is just inane and pointless talking mm. when my girlfriend and I went to go and see Jackie last year yeah and 
there was just this group of people behind us who, like, a scene came on and they were going, is that Richard E. Grant? Is that Richard E. Grant? Isn't he British? Yeah, yeah, he's British. Is that him, though? I'm like, wait for the credits. His name will be there. It don't, wait, what difference does it make to your film-going experience if, if they don't know that now? Like, yeah. that's pointless. Um, I, I prefer a, a rowdier audience at a comedy. I like an I, There's nothing worse than being the only person laughing in a comedy. Yeah. Because I have quite a loud laugh anyway. <laughs> so it, it seems even weirder if it's just me. Um, I compartmentalize yeah. film experiences into like, I would say 90% of the time, my ideal is total deafening silence. <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd like to watch films in, you know, that room where it's so quiet that you can hear your own lungs moving. Well, you wouldn't like that at all. I don't have to listen to the heartbeat. I've tuned you that would. out over the years. No, you I can would. never hear it. so quiet you'd hear it. I would not. I've you trained would. it. I'd be there next to you. <laughs> Beating away. <laughs> Horrid. I'd make sure so, you yeah, had mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of silence, and that includes like not eating and stuff. I get really... If, if it's like a film like Jackie, for example, and there's someone sitting next to me like oh, yeah, munching no, away on popcorn, no. I'd be furious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's something like The Room or when I used to go to Fright Fest, then they were all... That was quite rowdy. That's a bit more audience interaction. They can be good experiences if it's that. Yeah. I, I, what it's I, just people should know the context yeah. as with everything. And, and I just... I, I don't mind... So long as it's not constant. Yeah. Like if there's a, if there are two people who are talking the whole way through, I'm like, well, killed. fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty Whereas if, if someone in front of me like turns and whispers something to their mate and they chuckle, I don't Why if they whispered it to you? And oh, were, I'd actually be quite interested. <laughs> what if they turned around and were like, what's your postcode? <laughs> <laughs> I go, Isaac? <laughs> Is that you? Oh dear. Well, look, I think we should wrap this show up because I thought it was going to be half an hour and I think Here we've spoiled we the listenership. Well, I mean, once you edit out all the stuff about the chair... I'm editing out all this Ready Player One. It's going to be only chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme of the episode, pretty much. Oh, if theme's dear. not too strong a word and I don't think that it is. Wow. So... <laughs> Episode 69, shafted by Norbit. It's all about a fucking chair. <laughs> um, look, we've got episode 70 just around the riverbend this Sunday, in fact. Mm-hmm. That's going to be big, isn't it? That's madness. How excited are you on a scale of one to four? Seven. Wow. You've misunderstood everything about the question. <laughs> 75%. Stop it. Um, until then, though, how can people get in touch? We've had some excellent correspondence. Just don't take Declan's violent disagreement with you mark as any reflection on your character we we all disagree about something of course we do no mark and i get along swimmingly yeah and you would sit there hand in hand to watch ready player one at the premiere if given the opportunity and i would arrange for you to meet ernest afterwards and maybe sit next to him eating chomping away at some 90s 80s popcorn while he does it it'd be lovely don't eat the book don't eat the book now before then, though, how can other people contribute to this sphere of shame that we call shame mail? They could email us. Mm. That's where the mail part comes in. Shame clever, mail. Isn't it? Yeah. Let's see how we did that. Um, the email address for the show is tas, yep. T-A-S, at shame.city. Mm. Or you could get in touch via the contact form on the website, shame.city slash contact. Should you wish to eschew email, mm. if it's not your thing, 
then you can find us on Twitter. Yep. At, that's a shame cast. Love it. You can find me personally at Cynical Declan, or you can find Isaac at Isaac BD. I've just recently rebranded my Twitter and Instagram, and I now have the B emoji after my name. So that's something to enjoy. Wow. Yeah, I just felt like, you know, spring's here. It's time for a change. Is it? And change.org. All the flowers are dead. Don't worry about those guys. Change.org, change. you're emailing about bees again. They had a real change of uh, of heart the other day. They sent me an email that was titled... Elephants. Kill the bees! <laughs> Fuck these bees! We were Turns out they've along. been doing nothing Official for us. retraction. For 30 years, Change.org has solely Champion. and exclusively produced reams of support for nature's buzzing cunts. <laughs> okay, that's all a lie. But I am at Isaac BD. That bit was true. You can also leave a review for the show. That's very much appreciated. We'd like five stars, please. Imagine if you could have emojis in your handle and you could be Isaac B. B emoji. D, D emoji. Yeah. yeah. Think on that for a bit. Will do. No, please. Uh, reviews. Shame.city slash review or reviews. One of the two. Or just go on iTunes. Wherever you find podcasts. Chuck us those five stars. One after the other. And of course. Mm-hmm. Never forget. I won't. The most important. Yep principle right way of life okay mantra yeah that we hear oh i've only just realized what it is uh, that's a shame as far where you were going that's right Womit bomb <laughs> <laughs> word of mouth is best of mouth i've been isaac i've been declan we'll see you next time bye guys Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. Wherever I wander
necessities of life will come to you.